Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for November 21st, 2022. Listen, this is Thanksgiving week. Before I get started with the message, I do want to share with you uh, a thank you for your prayers. All of you that were praying uh, for our church family, one of our, our young members of our church went on to be with the Lord. He was only 19 years old this last week, uh, last couple of weeks, and then this last weekend was a celebration of life ceremony. Man, that was not easy. It, was, it wasn't easy getting through all of that. But we celebrated his life. He made a tremendous impact in just 19 years on this planet. And a bunch of people from his school got saved. Lots of people gave their life to Christ. It was such a, I mean, just a time of rejoicing. So we thank God. I, I just want to say thank you for your prayers because I know that it wasn't easy for me, especially for Isabella either. So I, I definitely appreciate you. We are a community and we're the, the Grace Life community. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for reaching out for those that texted me and prayed for me. Uh, I really appreciate it. So. And that's one of the things about church is that we are a community, right? We got to be there one for another, build each other up, not tear each other down. We're there to support one another. So this week is the Thanksgiving week, the week that we acknowledge as Thanksgiving in the United States. And so yesterday I heard something from my pastor, Tony Brazelton, and those that are members of ECMI that were in Woodbridge yesterday, you probably heard the same thing. But what I'm going to do, I was led when I heard what Pastor Tony said, I'm going to take this thing about being double-minded and then tie it into this series. And uh, and this will be the last message I share with you this week. I know, I know. But listen, I, I got to take a break too. So uh, we're, Isabella and I are about to go out of town. We're going to go sp spend some time with family. And I'm really looking forward to Thursday. Uh, so this will be the last message that I share this week. I need to take a break. I pray that, you know, the Lord will restore all of us this week, that you would be surrounded with friends and family, that the Lord would just bless you richly. But I'm going to teach you today because we've been talking about success. I'm going to make this connection uh, between faith, between Thanksgiving and your success. Uh, I'm going to connect faith, Thanksgiving, and your success all together in this message. I hope you're ready to receive it. So this is part 43 of the overall series. I'm calling this one Thanksgiving Message 2022. I'm going to make the connection between faith, thanksgiving, and your success. Put this in the chat. For me to be a success, I need to be thankful. I need to be thankful to God so that I can walk in God's best on a daily basis. My attitude is an attitude of thanksgiving. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Our foundational scriptures, let's get through those, and then I, I, you're going to see how I'm going to weave all of this together. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe God. You didn't save yourself. It was a gift from God. God gave you a gift, and you received it, so you have nothing to boast about. You're not saved by the things that you've done. You're only saved by the grace of God. Verse 10 says, God has made us what we are. Now, in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So I have good works to do. You have good works to do. Say, I have work to do. So you and I, we have work to do. And we're supposed to live our lives focused on doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. I'm not working for grace. 
but I am working by grace. Say amen to that. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31. The Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Christ Jesus to become wisdom itself. And he made us right with him. Say, I am the righteousness of God. So I'm the righteousness of God right now. I'm not worried about going to hell. I know I'm going to heaven. I'm not serving God because I'm afraid of going to hell. I serve God because I love him and because I'm thankful. <laughs> and so I get up every morning and I do what God has called me to do because I honor him and I respect him and I'm thankful, right? You got it? So I'm the righteousness of God. So because of Jesus, I have access to wisdom and I'm the righteousness of God. And the text says, God made me pure. God made me holy. God freed me from sin. All of that is because of Jesus. None of that is because of me. Verse 31 says, so if you're going to boast, you got to boast in the Lord. Second Timothy 1 and 9, the Bible says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. God did all of this for us. God is a good God, and we should be thankful. So as I was thinking about this, um, something my pastor said yesterday, and then this whole thing being Thanksgiving week, um, like I said, I'm going to make the connection between faith, Thanksgiving, and success. Get ready to receive the word. So Yesterday, basically what happened was Pastor Tony read James 1, 5 through 8 from the easy to read. I'm going to read this for you, and then, and then I'm going to tie all of this together. James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8, the Bible says, Do any of you need wisdom? Well, if you do, ask God for it. He is generous and enjoys giving to everyone. God loves giving to everyone. So he will give you wisdom. But when you ask you got to believe. You got to ask in faith. You can't doubt. Whoever doubts is like a wave of the sea that is blown up and down with the wind. People that are doubting, they're up and down. They're up and down. They're here today and down tomorrow. They're up this morning and down this afternoon. People like that are thinking about two different things at the same time, so they can never decide what to do. So they should not think that they're going to receive anything from the Lord. They're double-minded, another translation says. They're, they're thinking about two different things at the same time. So they can't ever decide what to do. And so they're not going to receive anything from God. What does this mean to you to, today about you and your success and Thanksgiving? Well, I'm going to bring it all together. So number one, as I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. Number one, the double-minded man will not receive anything from God. I just read to you the scripture right? The passage. And the text says at the end, people like this should not think that they're going to receive anything from God. Why? Because they have way too much stuff going on. So Pastor Tony said this yesterday, and this is where kind of what birthed this message. You have a conscious mind, you and I, look at me, we have a conscious mind, which is whatever you're thinking about at the moment. And then you have a subconscious mind that is really kind of driven by your programming. Says, put this in the chat, say, I have been programmed. So what we want to do is we want to be programmed to think and act like God. And if our internal subconscious programming is not aligning with God, then we got to be deprogrammed and then reprogrammed so that we can think and act like God. What you don't want is your conscious, which is at the top of your mind, to be thinking about God, but your subconscious, which is your basic programming, to be thinking about something else, because then that's going to cause a conflict and you will be double-minded. When your conscious mind and your subconscious mind or your subconscious programming are not on the same page, you will be double-minded and you'll be debating which one you should think on. You'll be hearing something good from God. You say, oh, I should receive that. 
but your programming is telling you to receive something else or to believe something else. And that's why you got to be deprogrammed and then reprogrammed. You got to, your mind must be transformed by the word of God to think and act like God. So when you came to God and you got born again, just to be very clear, your programming didn't change. You got born again in your spirit, but your programming was still one way. And so that's why you need to come to church Sunday after Sunday, Bible study Wednesday night after Wednesday night, or you need to tune into today's word on a daily basis because what the Lord is doing through me to you on a daily basis through the word is changing your programming. And so what you want is your programming to be lined up with God, to think and act like God. But if your programming is this way and your mind is this way, you are double-minded and the text says you're not going to receive anything from God that way. Okay, let me just use the day that you were born again. If you're born again, then Romans 10, 9 and 10, the Bible says that you confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus, right? So you opened up your mouth and you confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus. But the text says, but you also have to believe it in your heart. So the, the day that you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe it in your heart, that day you're born again. Now, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, but you don't believe it in your heart, then all you're doing is giving God lip service. You're saying stuff, but you're saying stuff that you don't believe, so you will not be born again. So on a personal level, I just talk about me. I'm not going to talk about you. I'll talk about me. I was raised in church all my life, and I was raised in somewhat of a religious mindset, and there were plenty of times that I confessed the Lord Jesus with my lips, but I guess I just never believed it in my heart because I didn't get born again until I was 23. So many times as a youngster and as a teenager, I was in church. I said stuff with my lips, but I didn't believe it in my heart and I didn't get born again. You know why? Because I was double-minded. My conscious mind, at the top of my mind, I was saying something, but my programming was a different way. And until I believed it in my heart and I confess and believe, then I was not able to get born again. It was August 27th. 1995, I was in Camp Doha, Kuwait. I was there. I was looking at all of these people. They were worshiping God in earnest. They were crying out to the Lord. I had been in church all my life, and I had never had that type of experience with God. And I said, God, I don't know what this saved thing is that these keep people keep talking about. And whenever anybody asks me if I'm saved, I say, I guess I'm saved. I've been in church all my life. Uh, God, I don't know what this saved thing is that these people keep talking about, but whatever it is, I don't have that. Whatever they have, I don't have that. I want that. I said, God, will you save me? Clarice Burnett, who's watching, her husband was preaching. I I said, Lord, I don't have that. Would you save me? And that moment I got born again, what happened was I believed, I confessed with my mouth and I believed it in my heart. And in that moment, I was born again. Jesus said, there's some people who speak it, but then they don't believe it. In Matthew chapter 15, verses seven through nine. And believe me, I'm going to build my case. And this has a lot to do with your success. Just give me a minute. So Jesus said in Matthew 15, seven through nine, you hypocrites. Isaiah was right when Isaiah prophesied about you. These are people that honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So their worship is in vain. They are living by the teachings of mere human rules. They are rules-based. They're focused on, on human rules. They, their lips, they say that they cry out to me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Don't let this be you. Don't, don't be double-minded. Your lips and your heart, put this in the chat. My lips and my heart are in alignment with God. My lips, my words, my heart, my belief are in alignment with God. Now, when my heart lines up with God 
And when my lips line up with God and I'm confessing and I'm believing and I'm declaring what God is saying to me and I'm believing it in my heart. And now, now powerful things happen. Why? Because I'm not double-minded. I am single-minded. Say amen to that. Number two, to walk by faith effectively, you cannot be moved by what you see. So, so the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. I've taught you this before, but if I stop the average person on the street and I say, hey, what is the opposite of faith? The average person on the, on the street would say, well, the opposite of faith is doubt. No, the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is natural sight. And so I've done a lot of teaching on this, but let me explain. There's three parts of you. Say there's three parts of me. So there's three parts of you. You are a spirit, you possess a soul, and you live in a body. Your spirit is the real you, and your spirit is going to live forever in one or two places. Now, your spirit possesses a soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions, that's your soul. And your spirit and your soul live in this body for right now. This body is your earth suit. This body is how you communicate with this world. So for now, you live in, the, in an earth suit because you live in the earth. So your body is how you communicate with the earth, with this world. You relate to this world through your five physical senses. Now, your spirit communicates with God because God is a spirit. Your spirit communicates with God spirit to spirit. Your body communicates with this world through five physical senses. And then your soul is in the middle and your soul has to make a decision. Whose report am I going to believe? Am I going to believe what the spirit is saying? Or am I going to believe what my body is saying, right? And so, so you're getting input from God through the Holy Spirit. You're getting input from this world through your five physical senses. And then your soul has to make a decision which one you're going to believe. And so when you were born again, or before you were born again, you just live by what you got from your body, your five physical senses. Your body is getting input from this world, right? And you're living off of that input. You're getting phone calls, emails. You're watching the news. You're getting, you know, people are sending you text messages. You're getting a doctor's report, a lawyer's report, a financial statement. You're getting all of this input. You're watching it. You're reading it. You're, you're hearing it. All of this stuff, getting input from this world through your five physical senses. And before you got born again, you just lived off of that input. But now once you're born again, you got to live off of a different input as the input of the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 from the easy to read says, we live by what we believe is going to happen, not by what we see. So believe me, I, I'm going to build my case. I'm still building my case on how all of this ties to Thanksgiving and success. The Apostle Paul is saying, listen, as believers, if you, there's three parts of you. You got to live by what you're believing in the Spirit, and you cannot be moved by what's happening over here with your body and your five physical senses. So if you're going to live by the Spirit, you got you to gotta decide to put the Spirit input over the natural input, especially when the two are conflicting. So if the Lord says one thing to you, but you got an email that says something else, or if the Lord says one thing to you, but you got a doctor's report or financial statement that says something else, then whose report are you going to believe, right? So James says, going back to James, making the connection here, if I say I believe God and I believe the Holy Spirit, but I also have this report from the judge or from a lawyer or from the bank or from a doctor, and now what God is saying is conflicting with what this is saying, if I start considering this, but I'm at the same time considering that, you know what that is? I'm double-minded. And, and James says a double-minded man is not going to receive anything from God. 
And so at the end of the day, you can't be, say this, put this in the chat, say, I am not double-minded. Put in the chat, I am single-minded. And so now when I'm single-minded and I'm choosing over here, I'm going to believe what the Holy Spirit says. I put God's report over the world's report and over all the input that I received through my five physical senses. Now I'm living by faith and not by sight. You got it? I'm trying to explain this thing. Now let me bring it all home and bring it, make the connection to Thanksgiving. Number three, if you're, last point for today, if you are not double-minded and you truly believe God and you believe that God is going to do what he said he was going to do in your life, then you will, if you believe it, then you will express thanksgiving to God. You will express thanksgiving to God because you believe it's already done. Okay? Let me explain. What do we teach our children to do when somebody gives them something? Well, we teach them to say, thank you. Why? Because somebody gave them something. Well, guess what? What do you think when God reveals something to you? God is revealing to you what he prepared for you, but what's concealed from you. So when God reveals something to you, although it, it may take a long time for it to happen in the natural, for God is already done. So when God is revealing something to you, he's showing you what he's giving you. And if, he, if you believe that is already done, what do we teach our kids to say? When, when somebody gives them something, we teach them to say, thank you. So if God is revealing something to you and you believe it's already done, what are you supposed to say? Thank you. Faith and thank you, faith and thanksgiving, they go together. So if that's what I, I want to... I want to really give you some stuff to be thankful for on Thursday and then every day, basically. But if you say that you believe God, but you have no thanksgiving, no praise, no gratitude in your heart concerning it, then maybe you really don't believe. If you say you believe God, but you're not giving God praise for it, then maybe you don't really believe. Because if you believe that it's already done, then you would be saying thank you. If you don't believe that it's already done, you'd be like, oh, I believe God. But in the back of your mind, it's like, well, but I really don't know if it's going to happen. See, you're double-minded. And a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And this man is not going to receive anything from God. So the reason why you don't really thank God is because you don't really, like you want it to happen. You're hoping and a wishing and a hoping and a praying. But you got this thing that, oh, but what if it doesn't happen? And so you can't, you're not really free to thank God for it like it's already done because you don't believe that it's already done and you're double-minded. So faith is my belief in what Jesus already provided for me. Put that in the chat. Faith is my belief in what Jesus already provided for me. And if I believe that he already provided for me and I believe that and I believe that with my whole heart and I believe that it's already done, then, then doggone it, I should say thank you, right? So I have to, if I believe that it's already done, I should give God praise. I should give God praise with my whole heart. Now, and I'm, I'm giving God praise before he does it because I'm giving God praise by faith. Now, let me explain something else. People with no faith can say, well, yeah, I believe it's going to happen, but, and, and they're, they're doubting and they're wrestling with it. And they just wait. They don't give God Thanksgiving and they wait. And they wait for it to happen. It might take weeks or months or years. And when it finally happens, oh, thank you, God. They give God praise. They give God post-performance praise. And anybody can give God post-performance praise. People that give God post-performance praise, they're not living by faith. They're just waiting to see it, to believe it. They say, you know, I'm, I'm going to believe it when I see it, you know? And when they finally get it, then they give God post-performance praise. But that's not people who live by faith. Put this in the chat. Say, I give God pre-performance praise. 
So I believe God, anybody can give God post-performance praise. Even the heathen do that. But when you believe that God is a God that who is faithful to his word, when, 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 when God reveals something to you that is future to you but past to him, then you give God pre-performance praise. You start giving God praise like it's already done because you believe that it's already done. And so, so God is revealing to you the manifestation of your success. God is showing you what he planned for you from the foundations of the world. God has given you glimpses of you doing something that you haven't done yet. So it's future to you, but it's past to him. And if you really believe and you're not double-minded, if you really believe and you believe it's already done, then what do you do? You give God pre-performance praise. You start to praise God like it's already done. Father, I thank you. Thank you for, oh, glory to God. You get on the phone. You tell your girlfriend, girl, this is what the Holy Ghost just said to me. And you start giving God praise like it's already done. Every day becomes a day of thanksgiving because you're always talking to God and he's, he's always talking to you. And so you can give God praise from the rising of the sun to the going down to the same, the name of the Lord is worthy to be praised. Why? Because God is revealing things to you in your heart. And what God revealed in your heart, you know, it's only a matter of time before you see it in your hands. So I'm going to see in my hands what I saw in my heart, but I'm not going to wait till I see it in my hands to give God praise. Why? Because that's post-performance praise. And even the heathen do that. No, no, no. I'm going to give God praise right now. I give God pre-performance praise. Why? Because I believe that is already done. I believe that if God showed it to me, that God said it, I believe it. And that settles it. And so when the Holy Ghost gives you a glimpse of some, a glimpse of you uh, doing something, saying something, operating on that level, your business being successful, your children being successful. Listen, you give God praise for it. Why? Because you believe it's already done. You're supposed to say thank you. That is pre-performance praise. Now, if you believe the picture that God is painting, God is painting a picture for you through the Holy Ghost. God is painting a picture of success. God is painting a picture of the future that he planned for you to have from the foundations of the world. If you believe that picture, your job is to say thank you. And you're supposed to say thank you now. You don't have to wait till you have it. You, you believe that it's already done. And so you thank God for it now. When you walk with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit is revealing things to you, listen, you give God praise. And that's the connection between faith and thanksgiving and your success. And so I pray that this message, that you think about it, that you really consider what I'm saying so that every day can be a day of Thanksgiving. Yes, I want I want you to think about a bunch of stuff between now and Thursday. And I want you to get up on Thursday morning and be thankful and make sure that your whole family knows that you are thankful, not just for what you have, that you're not one of the, even the people in the world get up that Thursday morning and they look around before they eat their, their turkey and they hold hands and they say, hey guys, let's look around. We are really thankful. I want to. I want y'all to know that I thank God for you. I thank God for everything that we have. Man, we've come a mighty long way. No, the heathen can do that. I'm saying you can hold hands on Thursday and look around and say, guess what, guys? We're going to thank God for everything that he's done, but we also thank God for everything that he hasn't done yet. And all these things that he already spoke over our lives, we want to thank God for those things in advance. We're going to give God praise on credit because his credit is good with us. We know that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he'll make it good. So on Thursday morning, I, a Thursday afternoon, when y'all hold their hands and y'all about to pray, make sure you just praise God, not just for what you see, but for what hasn't happened yet, not just for what's around the table and the turkey and the stuffing and the food and all of that, but thank God for the things that haven't manifested in your life yet, but you believe that it's already done because it's only a matter of time. Thank God for the things that you're believing God for. Thank, give God praise. Give God thanks. Release the blessing over your children. Release the blessing over your grandchildren. I'm talking about giving God thanksgiving 
on a daily basis, not just on Thursday, but every day. And when you live like that, and you're always giving God praise, and every day you have an attitude of gratitude, and every day you're, you're honoring the Lord with for everything that he's speaking to you, and you're showing God that you really believe what he said because you're thanking him for it like it's already done, and you start thanking him for it like it's already done, and you live like that every day, this series is about success, man, you will be a tremendous success because God will then release the things that he said because he sees that you're praising him with your whole heart that you truly believe it. You're not just giving them lip service. You're not double-minded. You are you you believe it, you declare it, you confess it, and you give God praise for it. Say amen to that. I hope that this helped you to have maybe a different perspective of Thanksgiving. Every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Lift up your voice. Say, put that in the chat. Say, every day is a day of Thanksgiving for me. Every day, as for me and my household, every day is a day of thanksgiving. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. I walk by faith and not by sight. I live by what you reveal to me in the spirit, and I'm not moved by what I see in the natural. I believe every word you speak to me. I live by your written word, and I also live by the steady stream of words that I receive through the Holy Spirit. Whenever there's a disconnect between what you said and what I see with my natural eyes, I never allow myself to be double-minded. I choose to believe what you said over what I see. I say what you said until I see what you said. And I refuse to allow what I see in the natural to change what I say. I am single-minded and my mind comes from you. I put on the mind of Christ. I see myself as Jesus is in this world. I see myself the way you see me and I shall not be moved by anything else. When you reveal your plans to me, I believe it. And I believe it's already done. So I say thank you. Every day is a day of thanksgiving for me. I'm continually thanking you. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. You get my notes for free. Click on the big red subscribe button, put in your, your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. I'm going to take some time off this week. I trust that you do as well. Every day is a day of Thanksgiving. This might be a message you need to listen to again. Get this down in your heart. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. And when you live this way, it will lead to your success because you're showing God that you really believe what he said. Why? Because you're saying thank you like it's already done. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. It's already done. What God has spoken over my life, it's already done. I love you. God loves you too. Have an amazing Thanksgiving. I pray that your heart and your, your, your soul and your home will be filled with love and light and peace and joy on this Thursday. Have an amazing day. 
Have an amazing week. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys on Monday morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, I published a book and several journals, and we also have Grace Life gear. You can find all of that information at rickpina.co. Go to rickpina.co, and that's your one-stop shop to be able to access all of the products and apparel that we have available for you. Thank you for being a blessing to us, and we pray that we continue to be a blessing to you.